Welcome to another episode of Touchpoint. I'm Matt and this is Brandon and we are in week two of Holy Sexuality, um, uh, a series where we're really trying to look at what does God's word and what does yeah. Jesus have to say uh, about our sexuality, about God's design for that and really press into this. And so, um, yeah, week, week two, um, we began to unpack this um, and look at Jesus' response with sexual brokenness. And um, in all of this, I think um, some of it's just, it's, it's a hard thing to talk about. Um, and I think a lot of times when we have these moments or difficult conversations, sometimes it's easier for us to hide behind statements. And, and Brandon, you've talked about this a little bit. Could you unpack that maybe yeah. a little bit more for us of why we why we tend to like run the statements and why maybe actually as followers of Jesus, he's calling us a different way, a harder yeah, way, but yeah. a better way. Yeah. Um, no, that's great. So there's been around the area of sexuality specifically, even in the evangelical community, um, which we would probably find ourselves in. Um, there have recently been a lot of like statements like put out around the area of, of sexuality. And some of them, you know, you may know some you've, been familiar with you may have seen on social media and um it just so examples things like you know we we affirm this we deny this we believe this we hold this to be true <clears throat> and um i think something i notice in a lot of those statements is um they tend to be pretty reductionistic by that i mean um, nobody talks that way like if i'm if i'm walking up to you and being like you know, Matt, tell me what you what you think about you know your your sexuality and 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 as you appropriate God's word and as Jesus leads you and and you hold your conviction and you live in grace and truth and tell me what what you do with that. You would not say, well, I affirm this and that and the other, and I deny this and I hold that. You know, you wouldn't. Who talks that way? Um, so these statements tend to be very reductionist. They're very clear, which is in one sense kind of nice, you know. Um, because you know exactly where somebody would stand. But I think a lot of us are, uh, not a lot of us, but a good number of, of, of Christians want clarity at the expense of tension. Mm. Um, a lot of the statements are just incomplete. And so they say things like, I believe, I affirm, I deny this, whatever. Um, but we don't ever talk about commitments. Like, okay, great. You, know, you affirm that God's word says that marriage is a lifelong one flesh covenantal union between a man and a woman and you deny this and that and the other that would speak against that and then i want to go okay well then tell me what you're committed to do um especially for those that may not agree with you know the thing that you're you're holding um tell me how you're going to love those people you know because you are those people and I think that's the catch is we, John 8, that's where we were this last week. Um, the Pharisees want a statement and they want Jesus to hide behind a statement. And he will not say a statement, mm. which I think is really awesome yeah. about Jesus. And they keep poking into him and going, you know, come on, come on, Jesus. Tell us, tell us what we're going to do with this, this horrible woman that we brought up, you know, and, and um, he just does not hide behind a statement. He says, no. Let's talk about sin. Let's talk about what this means. He just pushes it out there further. Um, and so you see Jesus giving us this ethic of never taking a statement in absence of tension or commitment. Mm. These things have to have to go together. You've written something on this recently. Um, and it's just, it's a little, I don't know, would you call it poetry? I'm going to call it poetry. Maybe. 
because that makes you a poet, which makes me happy to call you a poet. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, why don't you share a little bit about what you were uh, you've been working on? Yeah. Well, and so some of this comes out of this space. I think uh, of looking at this, and I think there's this part depending on um, depending on the world you kind of surround yourself in. And so mm-hmm. for some who are listening or watching, um, maybe statements are are so foreign to you. Um, but but maybe yeah. for for others, you sit on one side or the other of you're listening for certain words, and that kind of defines oh, point. the the relationship you're going to have. And I think that's the the hard thing of um, I think really asking the question of well, what is Jesus? You know, for us, of saying I'm following Jesus and and what that actually means, because um, I think for some it's saying well, because I follow Jesus, I have to have this statement. And and again, like. Those statements are helpful, but in and of themselves, they are not the end goal, right? Yeah, the end goal yeah. of a follower of Jesus is not to have all the right statements. Yeah. And so I think that's what's really hard is we've confused that. And we think that as long as I have A, B, or C in these things, then I'm good. Yeah. Um, but it's a reminder of until Jesus comes again, we're not finished. We're still in mm-hmm. process. And so right, the, the statement should help be these guardrails for my own personal life. Great. Right? And, and I can't just stop at a statement for like those hard things that I don't want the tension for, mm-hmm. but I need the statements for, okay, also, right, my, my anger, right, and my, mm. um, right, my gossip and my pride. And so if I don't have statements there and only statements over here, then I'm missing it, right? I'm missing the fullness of God's word. And yeah. I sat with this because I felt this tension of, of those I, I saw and saying, what, and I think even the the barrier for us to be vulnerable of feeling like, are people expecting, um, or are they hiding behind a statement that I feel like I can't even be honest about who I am because mm-hmm. they're looking mm-hmm. for this statement and does my life line up fully to that statement? Yeah. And so I was sitting this summer, um, and this is kind of where like I just just sat with of Jesus is enough. I'm not worthy based on what I can debate. I'm not worthy based on what I can defend. I am limited. Jesus is enough. The blood of Jesus hasn't given me perfect understanding for who has known the mind of God, but I can always give a defense of my hope because my hope isn't a carefully crafted statement. It's a wonderfully merciful savior. Mm. And I think the heartbeat even behind this series is, and we say here, we want to be a church that makes much of Jesus every day to everyone. And, we don't want to make much of statements because if we just make much of statements um, and hide behind that, we're going to miss the reality that um, statements have hurt people when they've been wielded like swords. Yeah. Um, you know, because the invitation is to the table of Jesus. Yeah. And I think so often um, when we hold statements up, we want to <coughs> delegate people either to the table of we either sit right in bitterness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or we sit or in brokenness, or we point people and say they're so bitter, right? These bitter Christians or, yeah. right, these bitter um, who, whoever, liberals, whatever it whatever is. Whatever label we want to throw. Um, or, or brokenness. And it's like, no, like the table of Jesus invites those who are bitter and those who That's are great. broken. Um, you, you talk about vulnerability, and I want to I key in on that yeah. a bit. Because that we talked about that this last week, too, and why vulnerability is, I think, so hard for so many Christians is... Uh, well, for anybody, but especially for Christians. I think this is going to sound negative. I think sometimes Christians make it worse mm. um, because we project perfection so often. We project mm. this like, 
I've got all my stuff together, right? And and that is the enemy of vulnerability mm. because um, you 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 cannot hide weakness and weariness and needfulness and and connect with another person. You don't have to like trot it out there and bleed all over everybody, but you can't hide it either. Um, one of my one of my favorite little indie rock bands uh, is a band from Cincinnati called Over the Rhine, and and they've got this great little one line that says, "Pain is our mother; she makes us recognize each other." Mm. Um, which you don't want to sit with that too long, but it is helpful because you go, "Gosh, it, there is something in me that resonates with the something in you," mm. and because we are gospel people, we know that it's a God shaped hole. Mm. We know what that is, that yeah. we are all created for Jesus. Beneath every human longing, every core need is this, this, this need for the Lord. And we are very quick to fill it with statements or fill it with anything that would protect me. It's interesting, um, <clears throat> you had a metaphor just a bit ago that you said we wield these statements like swords, which is very um, offensive. That's very like attacking. Yeah. And Christians are ha- have done that. They've even used god's word to say like here here's this verse usually taken out of context usually not done theologically correct here's this verse and i'm going to hit you with it um that's jesus doesn't do that you know um but we also i think we can use statements as walls to protect our vulnerability right where i go i'm going to say this thing and i'm going to put it out here and then our relationship is going to be conditional upon what you do with this thing that I just yeah. put out here. And what we do is we just depersonalize the whole conversation. And I love that you said it's not just about sexuality. It's about anger and greed. And I mean, if we're going to do that, yeah. let's go. Um, but again, like we come back to, to what Jesus does is he never, ever does that. What he does is he always just gospel, gospel, gospel. Um, it's always individuals over issues. It's always people over policies. And um, no, I, I appreciate that about you. And I think that's uh, not that you need my personal encouragement too much, but I think that that's the heart of the Lord in you. And that's definitely what we want to be about in this series yeah. and, and as a church. That's what I, I want to see us go after. So if you're joining us, um, listen to this series, you know, we just want to invite you to conversation. Um, because we recognize that e- even in this, that there may be something that that pops out, or that you say, uh, "What what did you actually mean by that?" Or, um, yeah. or recognize too that maybe there are the reality of of pains and hurts, and that there's some of that that you feel that of right? you. The idea of being vulnerable scares you because you've been hurt when you've been vulnerable before, um, and we want to recognize that because we recognize that. Um, no local church has ever been fully perfect mm-hmm. and that right that we even as pastors right i i'll speak for myself i know i desperately need jesus <laughs> you can speak every for me day. I'll, I'll i'll second that one um, yeah you know, but but this is still worth it it's still mm-hmm. worth gathering together and, and pushing through um and so if we can just encourage you in that wherever you're watching or listening from um, we do want to welcome those hard conversations. And so you can right, find out more at ncchapel.com. Um, you can reach out, connect with us, send a message, uh, send an email, give, give a text, and we'll, um, yeah, we would love to just have those hard conversations because that's what this is about. It's not about um, the, the 45 minutes on a Sunday or the, the 15 minutes during the week in an episode. Um, is we just want to be the church that makes much of Jesus every day to everyone. And so we'd love to have a conversation 
um, as you have more questions around this series and um, as we're walking through these these episodes and saying, how can we dialogue about some of these things that are hard, but um, Jesus is so good um, and that he is, um, he is with us and, and he is for you. And um, the, the end goal that we have is we just want you to know him, um, to, to see just how good and how wonderful and how merciful he is. Um, and so thanks for, for tuning in, for checking uh, this episode out, and uh, we'll see you again soon.